Bebop. <laughs> Episode number 34. This is Artist Bebop, the weekly ramble, where I take a timer and ramble for 22 minutes artistically. <laughs> Here we go. Timer started. Ramble on. So this week, I guess I started it this week. So I always ask for suggestions in my videos. I do like a daily. I've been thinking about, I guess I'm always thinking about the content I put out because especially lately, I, I don't know. It's a, it's like a whole picture thing. I'm thinking about the art and the artist existing and it's this multi-dimensional thing right down to marketing. So, see, and I lost myself in a ramble there. <laughs> but yes, the uh, suggestions this month are, I've been asking for spooky suggestions. And I think it's the first time I've made a concentrated effort in thematic suggestions. And it's been really cool. So I have a contest going. And I'm seeing more creative suggestions, which is awesome. Because it becomes more of a collaborative thing to me, which I love. I love that type of interaction. So, and I'm also, humor is important to, to what I do. And so to get people to, to play, <laughs> it's really a nice feeling and some in my opinion, cool pieces are being made. So today I decided I'm just going to do this every month, have a theme and a prize. And I realized, wow, you know, you've created more work for yourself, but that's okay. <laughs> because I think it'll be very rewarding. And then I was thinking about that how at some point, we'll backtrack a little bit. I was remembering gallery shows. This, when I started as an artist, it was way different than gallery shows. And some people still play the game the same way, I guess. You know, you go to a gallery, you stand by your wall, if it's a group show, and um, it's, it's not my type of party. <laughs> Not anymore, but it's just, it, it doesn't work for me. It might still work. It just, I don't know. It doesn't. I found the best success amplifying my microphone through social media, through videos, and especially in the past few years. Not that I don't want to do anything live, maybe, but it just has to be the right thing. And so I was remembering 
a specific show where it was myself and a friend and we were throwing this art event. We're very excited about it and have beer sponsors and just have put the effort into it. But shows like that, there was always the calm before the opening where you sat there and dreaded the idea that no one was going to show up. <laughs> Man, I don't miss that feeling. But what was cool is that eventually I learned to expect nothing. Expect nothing from anything I do. <laughs> Which is weird. It's weird to, to hear that out loud. But I still kind of have that approach. I call what I do marketing, but really I put these things out there and their ideas and I don't know what they're going to do they, sometimes they do nothing but I'm great with that because if they do nothing then now I have that knowledge and maybe I take it into the next something that I do and that's where as an artist, I really started to develop happiness. And even live events. I think it was a real awakening when I moved from Houston, where I had lived so long, to the DFW area. And it, it was starting over. But I had to adjust and just do things <laughs> and to me it was still having that expectation that possibly nothing could happen but you know what that's rarely ever the case on my worst shows something down the line always trickles back from that activity as small as the show can be, as, or, or vice versa. So, I think all efforts are important, but more so what you learn from them. Yeah, that was surprisingly cohesive. <laughs> yeah, the, the ramble lives up to its name because I really do come in here freeform. And I, I think that's important. Maybe I'll do a artist beam up scripted. <laughs> where, where I come to you and I read an essay that I've prepared. But I, I was thinking, I, I love stand-up comedy. And it, you know, that stuff is, is written a lot. So maybe I should do some more concentrated talking. I don't know. 
But yes, spooky. So now I have to figure out the calendar. I've, I'm committing to doing this every month. And I thought maybe it was overkill, but... I don't know. I've been thinking, because... So my website, some back end here. I pay a subscription. It's for people that it's for people that don't know how to make websites like me. And I guess I could learn, but I don't want to. There, there's so much to juggle as a creator that you learn to pick and choose. So I, I signed up for this, and they have these art workshops, and they're so pushy and salesy, and I don't like it. So I've been slowly going away from their tactics and because I, I don't enjoy running they run sales frequently and I think I'd rather just get in people interested in what I'm doing and the dialogue of it and drive my art sales that way which are important because you know, it's that cyclical thing where I need to sell artwork so I can make some more artwork. <laughs> <laughs> to furnish this rock and roll lifestyle. But, yeah, that's, so, the calendar. So if you're, if you're listening to the ramble and have suggestions for themes... Let's do it. I guess it's no different than when I would do live art shows. But that was the thing I was going to circle back to. There's that initial period. And then I move here. And I start in parking lots. Because that's... That's the cool thing. I mean, now you don't even need that. But that's what I knew back then. It's like... I could put up a tent in a parking lot. I just needed parking lot permission. Shout out to the Grotto, RIP. That was my first parking lot <laughs> in Fort Worth. There I was, trapped with the baby. <laughs> oh man, good times. But, so when... I started to go back indoors and we do shows and I guess what was different is I guess I had the most experience in this circle and so we would do shows in the in the beginning there was it was just us the artists but we were so banded together that that was okay because we got to talk. We got to see the work up on the wall. We got to be a community. And, you know, we'd go grub afterward. Classic. I miss that. In fact, I got in touch with one of my artist friends this week and said, we'll, we'll go to, we should go to IHOP. 
<laughs> no show, but I don't know. Maybe we'll drum up some ideas. Yeah, we shall see. And yeah, it's been a while since I hung out at IHOP. <laughs> what else? The, the time lapses have been fun. So part of the 12 month thing is I pretty much want to try to make a time lapse a day, which is a heavy heavy thing. Producing pieces every day is one thing, but the the time lapses, they are, they do take a little energy from you. So I think I'm a little nervous about that, but I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I was thinking about the suggestions for a while. I was particularly building up my TikTok audience. And part of how I did that was suggestion. And that was cool because they, there were so many suggestions. But then after a while, it's like I started to hear the same suggestions. And then I, uh, I lost a little bit of interest in doing it to the degree I was doing it, which was insane, which was awesome. I loved it, but it hits a point. So I'm hoping this new methodology changes that. We'll see. One thing I've learned is uh, if something doesn't work out, it's okay to change your mind. <laughs> you don't, you don't, it's especially if it's your ball game you make the rules so that's the deal i don't know here i'm gonna mess with this i feel like the lens is dirty so if you're listening i, I there is a a video component <laughs> which isn't very exciting it's just me hi but i'm Paranoid that the lens is dirty. Maybe I'm just foggy. <laughs> could be. Could be user error. But la last week was interesting. I, I talked about, I think I was off my ADHD meds because of a shortage and or maybe I wrote about it. I don't remember, but that's what happened. So for a week and a half, I didn't have them. I started in March and so the first day, yeah, I had an adjustment to make because taking, taking the meds sets a rhythm to my day is what I realized. But then day two, I felt like well, do I need this? Do I actually have ADHD? And once I was into the week and a half, it was very insightful. 
because being off of the aid for the first time, I realized I paid more attention to how my mind works and all the extra steps that it takes to do things. And the reason that that was okay and I never saw diagnosis or complained really for I mean I, I'm I don't know how many years that is for uh, I'm yeah 46 so untreated but the, the fact is I, I don't think I needed it or if I did, I built a life that made it okay. So the difference is I, I still live that life. <laughs> Creatively, the medicine doesn't, well, it just makes things different. But creatively is not where I needed the help. It was in the day-to-day, -day, which is... I have two gigs now. I have the artist and I have fatherhood. And at the end of that week and a half, I realized that being on the medication helped me be a more efficient and I'd say better father And there was my answer. <laughs> so, so I took that refill. So I don't, I don't know. And that, that was a weird, hard thing to process. Because I think we, by nature, like I want to stand on my own. But like with anything, sometimes we need help. And that's something I teach my kids. So there's that. That was, that was heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine been thinking about this and I want to ask him more about it because he has ADHD and so we are bonding but he we, he was talking about the inner voice that everyone's supposed to have and the problem with mine is it there's a lot of them and they overlap and they're constantly speaking and when I explain that, that sounds really crazy, but that's, that's how it is. And that's part of being exhausted. But he told me that he does not have one. That's fascinating to me. That must be so quiet. Is that? <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. Because part of 
being on medication is I, I sleep better now. And I didn't realize that I slept so poorly for a long time because my mind wouldn't shut up. But with the help of the medication, I have more productive days. And I think by the time I do get to bed finally, which I still stay up late, because my mind, it, I can't stop it to a degree. But if you are physically tired enough, your body and mind shut down. And that's nice for me. <laughs> it's very, very good. Love it. But yeah, I, I keep... I have a few other friends that have mentioned... They have ADHD and I want to pick, some of you might be listening, <laughs> pick more brains because it, uh, it helps me, it helps me reflect back and realize why a lot of school didn't work for me, that the way I learned to thrive was to focus on the things I was hyper-focused on and make those my strengths. And a lot of that was writing. So I think about it because of my... I thought I put this on airplane mode. Sorry about the buzz. But it's my timer too. Anyway, uh, I think about my kids and when I'm teaching them and thinking about their needs, or even just interacting with others. It's a fascinating, it's weird. It's weird, there's so much more to learn. It's never done. Oh, there we go. I train. <laughs> Post ramble. I don't know if I've got much today. I was thinking before I started how a while back, I, I say I have nothing and then of course I start rambling. Nice. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I think I lost it. <laughs> what was I going to say? That might be it. I might have lost it because I cracked myself up having nothing to say. I'm trying to get it back, but it might be gone. So it might be time to say goodbye. And that's what we'll do. <laughs> Until next time. Or wait, I will see you next time. Welcome to my world, El Santos world. Bebop.